0: Of what uh, we bring to the table. Join the show by calling into 435 752 1069 or text 435 339 0321. It's the Full Court Press. Brooks, Brooks, yes, Caught! Touchdown, did get it?
1: Welcome back to the Full Court Press. Eric France and Jason Walker with you here in the 5 o'clock hour. Shortened show for us. We've got the Armed Forces Bowl coming up later this hour. Kickoff is at 530. That will feature Air Force and Baylor. One of a number of bowl games we're airing on this station that will feature Mountain West teams. So we've got some college football coming up later this hour. We're also continuing to keep an eye on what's going on between Utah State and Seattle at the Hawaii Airlines Diamond Head Classic at the Stan Sheriff Center in Honolulu, and kind of a cold start for USU. Defense has been strong the entire game, uh, but here in the second half, offense is starting to flow for Utah State, and they lead 57-38, uh, but when guys have open shots, they have to take them, Jason. <laughs> we just saw another one with Ryland Jones. Had a good look down low in the paint, and he opts to pass it off, and it gets knocked away.
0: Yeah, Mark, he... he uh... He and Ashworth are really hesitant to take shots inside the arc because they're just too short.
1: <laughs> well, they, he they, didn't they, have anybody they, around him. Yeah, but he opted to try to make a pass to get Akin down low at the rim, and it got knocked away. But uh, yeah. big one of the big storylines here in this game is Utah State uh, defensively doing a solid uh, job. Um, Taylor Funk struggled in the first half with his shot. But, uh, well, frankly, he's struggled for a game and a half, but it's really started to come alive uh, for him, and Utah State is stretching their lead here in this second half uh, over Seattle. And uh, Funk now has 11 points, tying Ashworth and Barristow, and uh, Akin not far behind them with nine off the bench.
0: Uh, As you'll see in just a moment, he's about to get to 11 (laughs)
1: <laughs> ah, okay.
0: The <laughs> Broad, uh, broadcast is behind where I got, so he's, he just hit a pair of free throws. Oh, free throws. He's at the free throw line. Yeah, he just went to the free throw line made both of them. So now he has 11. So very balanced scoring. Even though the Aggies gave up a couple of quick baskets to Seattle, they're still holding him under 30% uh, from the field overall, 13% from three. Uh, but certainly one thing that Seattle is doing, they have 14 offensive rebounds. So if they get one more. They're actually going to have 15, which would match – the most they've uh, given up this year, uh, San Diego had 15 rebounds mm. against Utah State. But Utah State won that game. I was actually curious after that game. I looked up what Utah State's record is when they uh, allow 15 offensive rebounds. So I'll ask you this. So I'll tell you that uh, – uh, so I'll, I'll exclude this game just to avoid uh, bringing on the wrath of the basketball gods. But So we'll say 24 games since 2010 – that's how many times Utah State's uh, given up 15 offensive rebounds. How many of those 24 games do you imagine Utah State won?
1: I uh, can't imagine there would be very many. I'd probably say uh, 24 games, given up 15 rebound offensive rebounds. I'll, I'll say eight. Fifteen. Really? Fifteen?
0: Fifteen out of 24, which to give you an idea, you play a 33-game season, which is fairly typical for a Mountain West team. That's a 20-win season. So when Utah State gives up 15 offensive rebounds, they play like a 20-win team, even then. It's weird. That's odd. And they're not necessarily alone. There's a lot of teams that win, even when they give up that many offensive rebounds. And it probably is related to just when you give up that many offensive rebounds, it means you're playing really good defense.
1: Uh, By the way, uh, Ryland Jones picked up his fourth foul going to the bench. Uh, Three assists, three points, one steal, two boards for Jones uh, so far in this game. He's really the only Aggie in foul trouble. Uh, No one has more than two. Uh, Nobody else has more than two. Uh, But um, today, while they are giving up offensive boards, they uh, are really making it difficult for Seattle to to score. Even if they get those second-chance opportunities, they're not necessarily leading to points. Uh, And so they're still only like 28% shooting. Uh, 13% from three, and only three of 22 from beyond the arc. And that was a problem in the Weber State game. It has been historically a problem this season for USU in that perimeter defense and um, doing a much better job today in Hawaii.
0: Yeah, it definitely does so much better. This is a game you can build defensively off of saying, here, look, let's watch this film. This is when you played really good on defense. You forced them into bad shots. Um, obviously work on rebounding. You can certainly use this film for uh, learning more about yourself in terms of rebounding but this is where you say look you can um you know defend we saw that against UVU we saw it against uh Bradley we're seeing it now again here they've gotten back to being able to defend very well so now it's just going to be about um building off of this they're not going to have a game like this every night defensively but it's something to work on because you play better against you know Weber State defensively specifically three-point you know, defense. Then you probably win that game, and you know, and, and if you play this well on defense, even if teams are still hitting shots, then you're going to give yourself a much better chance in some of these potentially really tough uh, Mountain West games.
1: Four three five three three nine zero three two one. If you want to chime in on the full court press, as we're keeping an eye on Utah State and Seattle in the uh, Diamond Head Classic. This is game number one for USU in this uh, in this tournament that's taking place in Hawaii. And uh, they're guaranteed three games, but we don't know who they'll play besides the opener. Uh, We do know that uh, SMU knocked off Iona earlier today. So SMU is waiting to see who wins this game. Iona will get the loser. Right now, Utah State with a 20-point lead with just over eight minutes to go. Aggies with a solid steal, and uh, push up the court, and uh, Bear still with another flush. Um, But uh, Utah State, we're really winning this game, by and large, because of their defense, which has been really needed.
0: Yeah, their offense has been good. Uh, They're a bit cold to start the game, but they're shooting 47% from the field. This is a team that shoots a hair over 50% on the season, so you're slightly below your average. You're about 10 percentage points below your three-point average, which is like 47, or no, it's 44, actually. So they're not too far behind. So shooting thirty six from the from the three. So this isn't your you know ninety point game they've been putting up, but it's good offense. There's nothing to you know thumb your nose at about this offensive performance. But yeah, it's, it's all about defense. Still holding Seattle below thirty percent from the field, which I'm really hoping they hold that because then I can look up and see
1: how many times they've done that. Yeah, I mean the Aggies are at sixty three and they're still eight minutes to go, so they could easily get you know, push up close to 80 points in this game. Yeah, they could. I know they –
0: I was bummed out because they didn't get to 75 points in the last game, which would have kept them on track to match, I think it was 1986-87, where the team had, like, 16 straight games of 75 points to start the year. That's, like, the only time they've ever come close to that. But then they didn't. They scored 72, so. (laughs) And you didn't get Culver's.
1: No. No. No free ice cream.
0: I think Culver's was happy about that loss. Finally, you don't have to give everyone ice cream. <laughs>
1: uh by the way, it looks like uh um, yeah, more more free throws. Like Seattle seems to be trying to do a better job of attacking the Aggies down low and have been m- making several trips to the free throw line. So, we'll see how Utah State can handle this uh the, the an attacking pressure at the rim. They got um now, Homoda committed a foul. Now, Akin has committed a foul. And uh, as we saw earlier, mentioned earlier, Jones, he's at four fouls, and he's on the bench. But uh, Seattle trying to change up their tactics a little bit here, putting pressure on USU at the rim.
0: I tell you, it's not worked so far. They started four of five on their layups. Seattle did. Now they're like 10 of 22, which, what is that, all of six of 17 on layups after the first couple of minutes? That's not very good. That's not very good. That's no. – that's.
1: It's tough that, to win many games doing that.
0: That's like 35% on your layups. <laughs> <laughs> that's the percentage I shoot on layups when I play pickup ball. And <laughs> notice I'm not out there playing Division I college basketball. Uh,
1: yeah, so we'll keep an eye on – keeping an eye on this game. About eight minutes to go. Meanwhile, a few other things uh, to get through. You know, we – Earlier in the week, we've had so many different things going on, Jason, that we, we never really got a chance with you and I on the show together to go through and figure out who won pick six from last week. So you don't know the results. You haven't known what, uh, what the outcomes were. So we're going to reveal it now. <laughs> it's about four days late, but we're still going to go through and see how well we did in trying to figure out and predict the weekend. Um, so one of the picks was uh, minutes by Zapala. This was for the game against Westminster. And you set the line at 12-and-a-half. Uh, you took the over. I took the under. He had 14 minutes. So you got that one. Kessler rebounds versus the Pelicans. This was the second game uh, in the, against the Pelicans when they were in Salt Lake last week. Uh, the line was set at 11-and-a-half. We both took the under. He had eight. So we both got that. So you're two for two. Kessler. Um, Goals in the World Cup Championship. The line you set the line at three and a half. I took the under. You took the over. Crushed it. It was six goals. <laughs> there, you, there you go. Not counting the penalty kicks at the end. Um, so six goals. So you're three for three <laughs> going into it. Not bad. Zion Williamson points versus the Jazz on Thursday. Uh, line was set at twenty eight and a half. You took the over. I took the under. He uh, scored thirty one. So, you're a perfect 4 for four at this point. Not looking too hot for me. Uh, USU net ranking as of Monday morning. So, this was before the Weber State game. Uh, line was set at 12.5. I took the under. You took the over. Uh, and they came in at 10. So, I got that one. So, I'm at two. You're at four. Doesn't really matter the outcome on this final one, but we'll say it nonetheless. Uh, UNLV over San Francisco. And uh, UNLV we predicted by three and a half. We both took the over. It was actually San Francisco who won. Yeah, that was, was pretty confident. 75
0: to 73. I was pretty confident UNLV was going to cover that. I pretty much brushed San Francisco off, and you no, know, they made me look foolish.
1: So San Francisco with the win over UNLV earlier in the week, and then they just picked up another win over Arizona State. So that win by Utah State uh, over San Francisco on a neutral site. Um, is looking uh, better and better all the time.
0: Now I just need San Francisco to uh, beat Gonzaga. Just keep pushing that net up.
1: Well, that'd go a long way.
0: Max Shulga's on double, double watch right now.
1: Uh yeah. So play is resuming, and Shulga he has. If he makes his free throws, though,
0: he might have ten rebounds and less than ten points.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's got nine <laughs> rebounds and six points from what I'm seeing. The rare double single with rebounds. (laughs) Uh, Akin also has seven boards with 13 points. So he's on double-double watch, too. Yeah. Got to actually get, though. Seattle
0: got the 15th rebound, so uh, if Utah State closes out this game, they'll advance to 16 wins out of 25. So what is that, 16 and 9? Since 2010 in games where they allow 15-plus offensive rebounds.
1: That's crazy. Uh, Ashworth with four steals today. Yeah, he's doing good. He had two of those
0: early, and it, it helped get them some offense early on where they weren't falling behind Seattle when Seattle was actually having offense and Utah State was struggling. Not that it would matter in the end because Utah State got hot and shut Seattle down. But yeah, Seattle with nine turnovers.
1: Uh, Utah State up 64-43, to 43, uh, about seven and a half minutes to go. Um, we've got a shortened show today. We've got the Armed Forces Bowl coming up at 5.30. It'll be Air Force versus Baylor, and uh, we'll have it right here on the fan, full play-by-play coverage, uh, one of several bowl games that we're going to have uh, on this station, including uh, the bowl game on Tuesday between Utah State and Memphis. So the, we'll have uh, bowl season radio providing full play-by-play for us. We'll have a special two-hour pregame well, two-hour-plus pregame, to be honest, uh, here on the fan and on KVNU. And then the bowl game kicks off at about 1.15 on Tuesday. And then as soon as the game is over, we'll have uh, KVNU Aggie call. And once again, simulcast here on the fan and on KVNU. So Aggie fans, wherever you are, driving around, doing things um, between Christmas and New Year's on Tuesday, make sure you have your radio with you because uh, we're going to be able to hear The uh, Aggie game, uh, as it's played out uh, all over northern Utah and southeast Idaho, which would be nice for a lot of Aggie fans. Um, And then before the game and after the game, we'll have our own programming for uh, the the pregame and for the postgame, getting your reactions and uh, your comments as to what happened between the Aggies and the Memphis Grizzlies. Now, tomorrow, here on the Full Court Press, we'll give our own preview for uh, the Aggies and the Tigers what we see on the schedule, uh, what their schedules look like, what their key personnel are, what the matchups look like, and uh, storylines going into this. And so that will be a, a big focus of tomorrow's show here on the Full Court Press. Uh, we're going to take a, uh, an early timeout because we'll have a shortened show, so we've got another, uh, we got a few more things we need to get in. But, again, Utah State uh, taking on Seattle in Hawaii. Aggies lead 66-45, to about seven minutes to go. Now it's 6745 uh Aggies up 69-45. on oh, 6945. Wow, there we go. Uh, over Seattle in Hawaii. More updates on that coming up next on the Full Court Press. Happy holidays and thank you for letting Cash Valley Ear, Nose, and Throat, the Allergy Clinic, and the Hearing Aid Center take care of your family medical needs. Make sure you call now for an appointment before the end of the year to utilize your cafeteria funds. Located in Providence and the new Three Peaks Medical Plaza, North Logan, the entire staff, along with Drs. Benyon, Blotter, and Robinette, wish you a safe and wonderful holiday. Go to cashvalleyent.com for details. Most insurance products included. Select Med are accepted.
0: Prodigy Brewing has so much appreciation and gratitude for the warm embrace Cash Valley has given us. We want to invite you to join us for Sunday brunch from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Our Sunday-only brunch menu features sweet and savory options such as choro french toast, chilequiles, fried chicken egg sandwich, and a Bloody Mary bar. You also won't want to miss our hash browns. Whether you're out with the family or friends, Prodigy Brewing is the place to be in Cache Valley. Open seven days a week, located at 25 West Center Street in beautiful downtown Logan.
1: Thermo Fisher Scientific is hiring for their manufacturing, distribution, and warehouse team. And that's great news for anyone seeking a rewarding career. Thermo Fisher offers positions across multiple shifts, competitive compensation, health benefits, paid time off, bonuses, and an excellent work environment. Help Thermo Fisher make the world healthier, cleaner, and safer. Visit jobs.thermofisher.com and search Logan. Thermo Fisher Scientific is an equal opportunity employer. It's never too cold or wet to get rid of that old vehicle. Now is the time to earn extra cash for the holidays by calling DD Auto and Salvage. Let them pay you for that junk vehicle. DD Auto and Salvage makes it easy and fast to get rid of your junker vehicles, paying you the most money possible. Pickup is available. DD Auto and Salvage in Logan wants to pay you today. Call 787-1204. That's 787-1204 today. See store for details.
0: Breaking down the biggest games with in-depth analysis and team interviews. It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and Jason Walker.
1: Welcome back to Full Court Press. Eric Franson and Jason Walker. Aggies up 69-47 to 47 over Seattle. Uh, just a little over six minutes to go uh, in this one. Um, but uh, one other game earlier today in the Mountain West action, Santa Clara beating Boise State, 73-58. to 58. Uh, Boise had a nine-game winning streak going, and Santa Clara snapped that. Uh, Aggies faced and beat Santa Clara earlier in the year. Uh, and later tonight at 8 o'clock, it's going to be UNLV and Southern Miss. And uh, Southern Miss is like a top 25 team in the net. But when I looked at the, the, their schedule... It's kind of like for some might be looking at USUs and wondering, how did you get so high in the net? Not a lot of recognizable teams on their schedule whom they've defeated, but uh, you win games and you have a strong uh, winning percentage of your own, and that helps a lot. But uh, anyway, they're going to be at UNLV, and uh, this will be a good opportunity for UNLV to get a solid win um, and uh, help the conference out as they uh, tip that off at 8 o'clock in the Thomas & Mack.
0: Yeah, should be exciting. I'll see if I can keep an eye on that. I'm trying to keep my eye on this Utah State game, and I'm hoping they keep Seattle under 30 percent shooting, because then I can use that stat in my uh, recap and
1: probably tweet it out. Well, right now they're at 29.3. Yeah,
0: they're they're holding them. They've been holding them in the 28 to 29. It's been going back and forth. You know, every time you know Seattle makes a shot, it's like, okay, they're creeping closer, but you got you got five more minutes, and probably a couple of minutes of, uh, you know, scrubs, getting onto the. I shouldn't say scrub; it's kind of insulting. But <laughs> bench players, we'll say end of bench guys is usually the term I've tended to go with. Um, and that's just kind of a crapshoot as to whether or not one team randomly goes on a six-zero run.
1: Uh, the the cam curse hasn't necessarily been broken uh he's uh he's still playing well but it's not leading to his team's victory uh
0: 17 points on 18 shots that's not the worst thing in the world but you know obviously leading scorer uh well leading score in the game he's just not been very efficient about it although he's got four fouls he might foul out soon here
1: yeah they've got three players in f- with four fouls uh utah state only has one with Rylan Jones um, but uh, Utah State, a number of guys in double figures, Funk with 11, Shulga with 12, he's scored, uh, what, he had six points in a row for the Aggies, uh, Ashworth with 11, Barristow with 13, and Akin with 13 off the bench, and uh, you're right, we do have a double-double watch for a couple players, because shulga has got nine rebounds, and Akin has eight well, so, I can see if, in,
0: I can see into the future because Shogal already got that tenth rebound.
1: <laughs> so he's <laughs> he's he,
0: about to get a rebound here if you watch the TV you're on. And uh, oh, yep, there he is. He got it. <laughs> so yeah, and uh, Stephen Ashworth's also coming alive. Uh, I can see into the future on your TV screen. He's about to hit a three-pointer. Yeah, he just saw, I just saw he uh, yeah, you?
1: hit a three. Then they gave up a three.
0: Uh, did that, oh, dang, oh, now they're at thirty percent. Ashworth's going to hit another three though, really quickly.
1: <laughs> All right. So uh, you're very clairvoyant. I
0: okay. know it's like almost like I have something in front of me. That's <laughs> the stat broadcast <laughs> is way ahead. I, it's freaking. They said another three. I think. Oh no, that was a two.
1: Uh, so now they're at seventy-seven. They're ca- They're
0: they are catching fire on offense. I was saying this is an you know, not their best offensive game. They're gonna hit. Tw- they're gonna hit eighty points with like a little under four minutes to go, unless they just stop scoring.
1: Yeah, so it's turning out to be a, song, a strong second-half uh, offensive output for Utah State. And I wonder, at what point does Ryan Odom pull his guys? Because he knows he has a game tomorrow um, with uh, with a team that just had an upset that's probably feeling pretty good about themselves. And uh, you give some of your bench some run uh, in a situation like this. You're up 29. In fact, there's maybe some substitutions coming here after this timeout. And uh players getting substituted. Yeah. Ashworth looks like he's heading to the bench.
0: Yeah, when you're up twenty nine, you're looking at around three minutes. I know there's a calculation out there that's like analytical final, like the like the you know you have and you know, one like it's impossible to come back certain times um corresponding to certain you know, certain leads, and it's you'd be surprised how you know how how little time it takes, you know, for supposedly analytically to be able to come back, from, you know, double-digit. Because I think into the last minute you can still come back from double-digit, you know, at least by this analytical measurement. Um, So now a 32-point lead. um. Yeah, at this point you're looking at probably two and a half minutes where most of your main guys are going to the bench. Granted, Utah State only has, like, Three. Well, they have Brenchley, Gillis, and um, you should probably put Zapala out there. We, we don't need a. You don't need Dan Atkin out there. Yeah, at Atkin there. could probably take a breath. But they'll uh, f- probably at about three minutes. Um, Connor Odom, uh, Coach Odom's son, I believe he's been he's been having some minor injuries, so he's not been available. Because otherwise, he would go in in these situations. And Dad Seattle got over thirty percent from the field.
1: <laughs> Is it going to stay that way? It's thirty
0: point two percent. So if they miss a shot, they're going to go back under.
1: Hamoda uh, getting some nice run. He hit a, a three um, earlier, uh, and so he's on the uh, double digit watch uh, as well. Um, and uh, so you're going to if he gets one more bucket, then that's one, two, three, four, five. That would be six Aggies in double figures. Uh, for the game yeah that'd, that'd be
0: pretty impressive get Idle Rock in there and you'd have what 11 players score
1: yeah Idle Rock's on the on the court but he hasn't been able to do a uh, score yet
0: yeah he's taking the one shot he's only played I don't think I think this is his first or no I think he played a stint earlier yeah
1: he was in the game earlier didn't play very much Um, but it looks like Utah State's going to be able to wrap this one up, and we're about to wrap our show up as well. We've got to make way for the Armed Forces Bowl, um, and that will kick off at 5.30. Uh, Brief pregame and uh, introduction from um, Bowl – I always forget their name – Bowl Season season Radio, Uh, because that will uh, – they're the ones who will be providing the full play-by-play. But as soon as that basketball game does go final here in just a few minutes – uh, we'll have post game on kvNU it'll be kVNU Aggie call with Al Lewis and John Russell uh, Jalen uh, Moore will also offer some of his thoughts about the game and how it played out but it looks like Utah State's going to be able to take care of business here currently up 82 to 53 uh, in this one with just a couple of minutes left but uh, that will be starting here uh, just in probably about 10 10 minutes or so on kvNU for the uh, the post game But uh, we'll be back here tomorrow with uh, pregame and our thoughts for the uh, Utah State and Memphis Bowl game coming up on Tuesday. Until then, have a great night, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow.